Being healthy can sometimes feel complicated. Everyone has their own story with food and getting it right goes way beyond the vegetables. Join me on these short but educational conversations to get you on the path to living your best because health is just not always about the veggies. I am Paula Henderson, your host, and this is a place of learning, being, and letting go. Because hey, this is your one life. There are no rehearsals, no repeats, and you, my friend, are here to give it your all. Hello, and welcome back. In today's podcast, I want to talk about creating healthy habits and not restrictions. It's something I regularly tell my clients and it's a concept I try to apply in my own life. Because being consistently good but knowing it's okay not to be perfect is one of the most liberating things you can do for your body and your mind. I didn't always realize this. When I first became a health coach, I was tough on myself trying to make all the changes all at once and I came down on myself for the lack of willpower that I had. I wanted to be perfect but doing it all put immense pressure on myself. Slowly I realized that good habits take time to form. As I coached more and more clients, I realized that I wasn't just the only one having a hard time to create healthy habits. So instead of making lots of changes overnight, I began making them gradually and went easy on myself in the process. If I slipped up, that was okay. This way of thinking boosted my confidence and helped me to make more changes. I realized that when I strived for perfection, it made me lose confidence, which made me just want to give it all up altogether. It's the same thing with my clients, especially on weekends. I hear them complain all the time that they did so well during the week, but once the weekend hits, they come down on themselves for having that piece of cake or that extra glass of wine. They then lose confidence in themselves, they feel super down, and the number on the scale just throws them off the edge making them feel to give it up altogether. If you have ever been a client of mine, you will know that I don't judge you or criticize you when you have fallen off track. I don't make fancy promises that I can transform your health, but I do give my clients the necessary tools and information so that they make the necessary choices. It's up to them. I also give freedom not to be perfect. I have found that over the years, by giving my clients the green light to eat what they want, when they feel the need to, actually takes the appeal out of the food. So one of my clients recently messaged me while she was at a restaurant that she had just ordered 
French fries with her meal. I responded saying, good for you. I hope you enjoy it. She had been making great progress, losing weight, getting healthy, and I didn't want to make her feel guilty as she had already made that decision. French fries here and there isn't a huge issue, but it's the aftermath or the continuation that is the problem. So the next time we spoke, she admitted that the fries didn't even taste that great and how she felt the next day just wasn't worth it. Her taste buds were used to healthy, fresh, delicious ingredients and as a result, the greasy fries tasted oily and bland. She also experienced what it felt like not to be bloated and foggy all the time. One of the two things that happen when you decide to be consistently good, like my client, you may find that when you eat well, most of the time, you suddenly feel very bloated and uncomfortable when you eat something more processed, greasy, or sugary than you have been used to. You quickly remember you don't like this feeling and go back to eating normally. You also realize that you don't like fatty, sugary, or processed tastes anymore. Alternatively, you might enjoy it and find that the occasional slip up doesn't affect you at all. Sometimes a client will be doing really well and then have a night out with friends where they eat a pizza and drink too much wine. They feel perfectly fine the next day and the scale doesn't even go up. When you are eating well the majority of the time, your body can cope with a slip up. What it cannot cope with is daily bad habits that accumulate over time to leave you overweight, bloated, tired, or sluggish. One of the reasons so many diets fail is that people can do something restrictive for so long. This is especially true of extreme restrictive diets that leave you hungry or expect a lot of effort, expensive ingredients, or some complicated recipe. And of course, we live in a real world where we will be exposed to birthday dinners with friends, family gatherings, slices of cake, and yes, glasses of wine. Vowing that you will never eat these things for life is just going to set you up for failure and a lifetime of feeling like you are just missing out. I think healthy habits should be formed gradually, but they should be kept for life. Make one change at a time. See how it works for you and then start making another change. Don't think of yourself as being on a diet because you are not. You can eat whatever you want. I'm not here to tell you what to do. 
I'm just here to tell you what has worked for me and for many of my clients. And it could also work for you too. I'm also a realist. And it's okay to let your hair down occasionally. I most certainly do. This can be a revelation to many of my clients. They come to me at first with an all or nothing attitude to dieting. When they talk to me about their history with food, I find they have been having spells of being incredibly disciplined following um, binges and splurges. They mistakenly think that once they have eaten a chocolate or a piece of cake, they might as well just have another and then another and then another. There is no point in eating it with negatively and self-loathing flooding through your veins. If you do have it, then you need to enjoy it. Perhaps it's about negotiation with yourself so that you can enjoy a treat but not punish yourself afterwards and that in time you and your body will come to learn how to moderate your treats and with that comes an enormous sense of pleasure. I recently went on a holiday and yes I indulged in red wine and I enjoy having some um, fries here and there and there's nothing, there's just some things that just wouldn't, I wouldn't even dream of having or it does not even um, make me go for things like processed meals or sandwiches. But I don't have a harsh or fearful interaction with food either. And a bit more of wine and fries is, to, is totally fine. However, gluten things and trans fats and lots of sugary syrups and drinks are things that I just wouldn't go for. We all have our things. There is no one diet for all of us. It's a case of working out what will and would not work for you and your health goals. So be consistent and not perfect. So my friends, I hope your takeaway for today is to be consistent and not perfect, to learn more about my health programs and services. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Paula Henderson Health Coach. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share and tag me, leave a review and tell me what health topic you would like me to discuss on future episodes. Tune in again. Until then, take care of yourselves and remember, be consistent and not perfect. Bye for now.